0: This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game pilots to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, you bet 100 bucks and you get 100 bucks. At That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions to apply. All right, DJs, welcome back. Uh, Steve ran a solo yesterday, but your boy, Boston Capper, is back for the Genesis DFS breakdown uh, with the God of Golf
1: himself, Steve Shermer, and very special guest, Mr. Kenny Kim. Kenny, good to finally have you on, man. Hey, man. It's, been, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, glad to be on with you guys. Looking forward to it. Should be a good time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so we, we're talking offline. Uh, you, you have, you've
1: only had two drinks since no, and it's two, the new year. Two days of drinking. Two days of drinking. Two, two days, days of, two of days. drinking. Yeah, so one was the Caps-Penguins game. Okay. Uh, I, I, I the caps Pens game. Uh, you know, I go to my favorite bar downtown right across the street from uh, Cap One Arena. I know the bartender there. You know, he, he makes, like, these pine glasses just of crowning rocks. <laughs> yeah, and so I saw you post, I, I saw you post yeah, that on I, Twitter. <laughs> I, had about, I had about three of those, and my buddy had three, and our bill was, like, 24 bucks, you know. Ah, and that's it, a win. It's weird. Hanging out Very with some dead. chicks, bottom shots. And so it was great. He gave like a $150 tip. Yeah. Of uh, so, but the great thing is, you know, it's literally right across the street. So um, we just walk in and we don't really, uh, you have one drink at, at the stadium and you're okay because you're already, exactly, already ready to rock, basically. Already tilted. Yep. Love it. What was the other day? Yesterday. Super Bowl. Sunday, All right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I, I took it a little bit easy. I don't drink beer often. Yeah. Like I'm not a beer guy. Yeah, either, I knew I had to work. Uh, today, uh, but I was at my boss's house I felt, and he was drinking, uh, Uh, he actually, that's that's a free pass. Yeah. Well, he actually passed up on a third (laughs) quarter snoring next to me while I'm watching this game. Uh, but, uh, so, so that's what happened. So I I had like seven beers. That's the most beers I've had. I mean, outside of
2: a golf course
1: in as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep. I mean, do you, uh, so when is the mood strike for you? Is it just around sporting events or do you just kind of get like a inkling just, to, uh, all right. I mean, I'll just let it rip tonight.
1: Oh, you know, the doc sort of told me I'm not supposed to be drinking so much anymore. So, uh, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. So I'm sort of taking heed. The issue is I need some sort of vice. Uh, so of course, you know, you know, I've been smoking more pot and eating edibles, uh, and shit like that. And that that's basically has been keeping me, you know, level while uh, i am not drinking as much and you know I, I i don't tell the doctor has no idea whether it's good for me or bad for me yet so <laughs> it's better than drinking where he knows it's bad you know it's bad so, exactly. uh, so yeah. you you do sativa, are you just sativa guy yeah i, 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 sativa guy. I mean I, I i don't really care just give me the highest potency shit <laughs> you can find and i'm good to go <laughs> yeah, i'm good to it. go
2: there you go. Well, you say you watched the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, you had the big Chiefs bet. Congratulations on that, Capra uh, And I did not. We had on uh, the Eagles. So, any impressions on the game? Uh, I mean, to me, I, I had a feeling I was going to see on uh, ESPN that Patrick Mahomes was going to pop for a PED. I thought he was done after he took that, uh, you know, the shot to the ankle. But uh,
1: yeah, early. Uh, yeah, and he came back in the second half of Superman. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I mean, they gave him the right pills. They gave him the I, right I, shots. I said he Paul pissed it up. Like, listen,
0: as a Boston fan, like, even I got on Paul Pierce for that fucking bullshit wheelchair thing. And, like, he does the same thing like, Le- like LeBron does. You know, if he misses a free throw, he shakes the hand for the camera. And, like, th- he was screaming in agony, and then all of a sudden he's back perfectly fine in the second half. Get the fuck yeah, out of
1: here. I mean, you know, they got good drugs in the end. They do have good man. drugs in the end. And I would say a little
2: cordial, you're good to go,
1: man, for yeah, real. I, I, I mean, that's probably what happened. That would be my guess.
2: <laughs> there you go. So – why don't we transition to golf?
1: Uh, Wait, real, real quick, real quick before golf, I want to ask Kenny about hockey real quick. So okay, you're a big sorry. hockey guy? <laughs> okay, not really. I'm a big Capitals guy. Uh, I love the sport, okay. but I just don't really pay attention to anybody outside the Caps, uh, really. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't say, like, I'm a, you know, a humongous ca- like a hockey fan. Like, I watch the Caps games, but yeah. I literally don't pay attention to anything else going on in the league uh basically except my cap- capital so i don't know what that means as, as, as a fandom uh because you know i've yeah. gone to maybe the games uh favorite sporting events to go to uh so yeah, i've been going since i was a little kid at the old cap center down in landover maryland there which is a hike so i mean almost 40 years of games yeah yeah i'm the uh, hockey person is fucking great i'm a
0: big bruins guy and so you get Guys, whooped us up after we uh we came back off our break the other day. That was not fun. Yeah, it's uh, I didn't know why I,
1: I wore the shirt. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, very nice. I appreciate yeah, that. The, uh, yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Like, like I, I'm. I, I know the Bruins up, down, and sideways, and I know like the Pens and the Caps and like the Canadians because I fucking hate the Canadians and like the guys who are mm. like our rivals, like Tampa. But Western Conference shit. Uh-uh. Like, I don't know. I was like, if I tripped idea. over some of those guys, I wouldn't know who they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: uh, I just want, so you bet. So you bet on, do you bet on the caps a lot? No, I don't bet on anything but <laughs> golf and football because, I, you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, like, I live my life and I don't have many restrictions. And, you know, I tend to do what I want and have plenty of vices. But when it comes to gambling, I sort of stick to my bankroll. Uh, I have, like, specific yeah. rules. And for some reason, I can follow them. I, I don't know why because I can't follow any other rules in the rest of the part of my life. Uh, but when it comes to betting and DFS, for some reason, I can do it. I don't know. It's weird.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a gift that I wish I had. The, uh, I'm so happy football's fucking over so I can only bet golf. I am so happy football's over.
2: I mean, you'll find, I mean, you'll find different ways. You'll probably get into USFL or XFL or something like that. Look at that itch. You're probably right. Yeah, probably. Well. Right. I know you too. We've done 230 yeah. shows. I, I know you very well. So, yeah. all right. So let's, let's transition to golf. So, I, you know, another elevated event, great event last week. Uh, a lot of basically the same players. We're going to run it back this week. So uh, Kenny, why don't you just kind of go over a little bit, just high level. Um, what are some of the changes you're probably thinking about in terms of a player you want this week versus, you know, um, you know, Scott sale last week? Okay. Well, I mean,
1: the biggest one is my pick to win. Uh, my favorite play, uh Betterman 14 1, even though last week he was my fate of the week, uh, oh. in my article. Uh, it's just Thomas. Okay uh, here here's the thing about JT, I had him as my fate of the week last week just because he hasn't been playing very well, you know. Right. He had had a top ten, uh he had a top ten and ten events, you know, that oh. had outside of like the small 30 man field hero type bullshit events that he had. Uh, he just wasn't up there with the other at the same level with the other guys around him. Now, of course, JT can hit at any time, and yeah. that's basically what happened last week. And so, you know, he gained what 12 and a half strokes tee to green. Yeah. And, and the thing about JT is the man can get hot. Like, if you look at his, uh, if you look at his career and his finishes, you'll see a lot of his uh, top finishes are all right next to each other. They'll have like a six week period where he has like, you know, two wins and two other top fives. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way JT plays when he finds something in his game, it sort of goes for more than one week, you know? And so I think he found something last week uh, in, in his ball striking POA. It's his best, um, you know, a best putting surface, the putt on, nope. he, he's my guy this week for everything. Yeah. He's one of my cash game cornerstones. Uh, you know, I'm betting him 14 to 1. I'm thinking of breaking my rule where I, you know, I have and I play, I play cash games like 45% and GPP's 50, 55%. Right. And yeah. so, my cash guys who are in that lineup, I, I normally don't play them over 20% in my GPP's. Okay. Because I don't want one golfer being like 73% of my bankroll. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very conservative player. Yeah. Uh, and so. Uh, I'm thinking of breaking that rule and going JT is my highest owner, the GPPs too. Uh, that's right. how strong uh, I All like right. J- J- JT this week. I think he's going to win. He's the pick to win. Uh, if if I had the balls, I would just take my whole bankroll and bet it on him uh, this week. I don't. <laughs> I spread it around. <laughs> but but <laughs> there we are.
0: Because listen, I love JT too. He was the, he was my first, uh, he was my first bet this week. I think he figured out something with that driver. And he looks so he was doing whatever the fuck he wanted with that driver. And on Sunday, like just charging up the leaderboard. I love it. Same thing. Same thing you said, like, listen, when he can get hot, he can get going. JT's problem is always the putter, of, but I mean, it's the same thing with everybody. Like same thing we said about Scotty Sheffield last week, you, you know, like, listen, if he can putt, he can win. Right. And it's up and down and it hadn't been good in a couple months. And look, spikes it and forget about it. You know? So like, yeah, I love, I love JT this week. So we you say you're a more conservative player, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. I mean, forever ago, we probably talked about cash versus GPPs. You got any nuggets you want to give to our to our guys about like how you manage your bankroll for like your or, cash game versus your GPPs?
1: Sure. Here's the thing. I want to play long run. You know, what I'm saying I'm not a rich man. I can't afford. I can't afford to lose like thousands of dollars a week. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so you know, I bet about five hundred twenty-five dollars in in DFS a week. Okay. Uh, I will put four hundred for uh, two hundred forty-five dollars. Uh, in one cash lineup, okay. uh, And so, you know, I've been known for my cash game corner. So this is sort yep. of how I made my bones. I've been doing this for, you know, almost eight years now. Yep. Uh, you know, I've had runs that have been crazy with cash and it's sort of kept me afloat. Uh, so basically, you know, so I'm not going bankrupt and broke every year, uh, when I do this, which is very, very easy to do. Uh, you know what I'm very saying? Easy. So, yeah, very easy to do. So, uh, you know, I I played at 245 in cash, one lineup. So I played the same lineup in all single entry, double ups, like the hundred dollar, the fifty dollar, yeah. twenty five, a couple of them, and then he adds up to 245 bucks. And then uh, you know, I throw it in a five dollar drive the green, and then my way doing GPPs. My goal is to win the five dollar this year. Okay. Uh, I've won, I've won a, a few GBps in my day, but like the last real golf one. Was like 2018. I won like right. a couple in 2016. You know what I'm saying? It's been. You're, you're like, oh, this shit's this, this is shit. in 2016. You're like, this shit's easy, uh, easy, easy. <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah. And so I was like, damn. Uh, and so it's been a while. It's you know, I, and then last last couple of years, I've come real close. Yeah, I had a couple top tens. You know, had weeks where I've had lineups right there in first place going into Sunday. That's happened like at least three or four times in the last year. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's my other goal. So I put the other. You know, bit of money, to 200. I make 52 lineups in the in the five dollar, and I try right. and just win that. And so, so okay. the cash is if I win in cash, I'm going to win overall for the week. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as long yeah. as you win like 60, 60, 60 plus percent of the time, you're going to be okay. You know, and that's that's sort of my goal. I had one bad stretch, but other than that, it's been around there. And I had one year, which is ridiculous, where I won like 73 percent of the time. I was like 2018, yeah,
0: 2019. Think, yeah, that sounds right. Because like, not to make you feel old, right? But before we we got before we got started, and like I was getting into golf DFS. I listened, I listened to you, and I and I listened to you before you had Tambo too. Who, who was the previous? I was that? Brad. Brad, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man, that's uh, that's crazy. And Steve, I, I feel like I feel like you take the same approach on DFS, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm pretty conservative better too. Uh, you know, with both DFS and my betting card, I, uh, you know, basically just strict to, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, five dollar games too is uh, you know, cash and GBPs. And then with my betting card too, just very structured. Uh, you know, I'm definitely a little more careful than my co host here <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I hit the mini Max, uh last in the fall. Did I hit the uh, fall? That's season? one of the toughest uh, ones I to think win. So
0: <laughs> possibly it, it was it hit like full grand. I was like, let's yeah. try the five five five. Oh, let's yeah. try
2: that yeah, let's yeah. do that
0: let's try yeah. that that lasted for yeah. fucking five minutes <laughs> yeah. i'd like min cash like fucking three weeks yeah, that's not and bad then one night yeah that's not bad and then like and, like one night i was decided let's go let's go three max after a few too many gin and tonics mm-hmm. and uh Oof, no, what there you I, go. Need, I really do need a breathalyzer on my car. <laughs> Steve, Steve calls it uh, the two key system. Like he needs to get, a, he, I need to call him and ask permission before I'm allowed to place like late night bets.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it's like launching a nuclear weapon. You need, you know, double author uh, you know, authorization at that point. So, all right, well, why don't we take a break, uh, I, my stream is mass all messed up. So I'm going to hop off. Uh, you're going okay. to do the average and then I will be right back.
0: All right, that sounds like a plan. Well, listen, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gamer Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBets Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, go sign up today and receive a special offer. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks. It's limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get $1,000 in free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamepodcast.com winbet so they know that we sent you That's sportsgamerpod- Podcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions with that.com. Must be 21 euro the president's state will play through with It's available. If you were someone you know has a game with Chrome, call 522-4700. All All right. How's that oh, look. looking now? Much better. You're, all right,
2: there we go. You're, you're, I'm not just a sc- blurry screen that you guys gotta no. guess why I want to hop in or not. It
0: doesn't look like you're witness protection
2: anymore. <laughs> there we go. All right, so all right, so you're on JT this week. That's your big play up at the top there. Uh so just look at it like you know some of the guys above $9,000. Why don't we just start there? Uh, where do you think ownership is going to you know, shake out? Um, you know, as far as like, do you think guys are going to want to go back to ROM after he played really well or Scheffler? Or do you think they're going to start maybe around JT, Rory, Xander, that range and try and get as many of those guys in the top end, you know, as possible there?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm not the best ownership guru when it comes down to it, but I'd, I, you know, I'm a chalky guy. Like, every pick I pick is like chalk city. That's just the way it's been, like, my whole fucking life. And so I would guess Justin Thomas is probably going to be one of the more popular plays on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so I'm just basing that on many years of chalkiness uh, when it comes to myself. Uh, so that would be my guess. I think a lot of people are going to start with JT and Xander as well. Uh, because you could start your lineup real strong with about two or three of these guys and that higher AK range, not bad. Uh, Even if you get to the lower AK rates, not bad.
2: Uh, You know, you can go four guys,
1: AK and above and feel pretty strongly about yourself.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, you know, as far as JT goes, I I think you're right. I think he's definitely going to be chalky. I think, uh, you know, he was struggling for a while there. And I think just anytime he gives some sort of semblance of, you know, he's back like, like he did on Sunday, making that charge, and, you know, he's finished second here. He probably should have won the year that J.B. Holmes uh, won it. Of course it. he should have, J.B. Yeah. fucking Holmes. <laughs> Ugh, God. <laughs> Slow play. Oh, awful. I know. Yeah, I, I had a bet on J.T. that we could not uh, – it was not great. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I, you know, I think he would be, you know, really good at this course. Obviously, he's got a great course this year. I, th- I think Rory is also going to be really popular. Um, I You know, this just seems like a spot for him where, yeah, he disappointed last week in Scottsdale. That was his first United States event. Now he's got his feet wet going to a golf course. He has a lot of success at, Um, you know, he still hit the ball really good last week. I think people are going to recognize that and go to him. And then Tony Finau, I think that's another popular play. I, I like Finau a lot this week. He's got two runner up finishes. He hit the ball. Great. Couldn't really putt very well. Uh, it's Scottsdale, but uh, you know I'm big on guys who are really good around the green this week. It seems like, you know, with, Anytime you get to a golf course that you have low driving accuracy rates, low green and regulation rates, they tend to be an up and down contest. And Tony has really improved that area, especially out of bunkers too. I mentioned that in the show last night that these are really tough bunkers to try and get up and down from. So um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think of all three popular options, I think I'm gravitating more towards Tony. Maybe I'm a little biased because I bet I'm outright. I didn't bet JT. I had to pick uh, you know, choose between them, but um, I, I think those are, you know, fine choices. So Capper, what about you? Let me let- so,
0: well, let me ask you guys something first, right? So, like, this is a course where you can see in the course history where it's like top five, top five cut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is a course that can fucking ejection. Mm. So, how much are you putting a ton of weight into course history here, or is it is it just based on the type of, offer that should excel here, right? But good on power, good off the tee, good around the green.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there's a profile I'm looking for uh, no. having good courses here does help. I think at this tournament though, sometimes you have wind issues that, you know, can affect some results. This is going to be, this is going to be kind of a weird tournament too, where, you know, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be firm. Sometimes the ball just bounces in the wrong area and you can, you know, it 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 can get away from you very quickly at this golf course. So yeah, like obviously at Riviera, you tend to see the same guys do pretty well over and over So it's a little bit of a combination I'm using as far as profile history. Uh, I have noticed though over the last like five or six years or so, because they haven't done too many alterations to the golf course guys who tend to be a little longer have had a little more success here. That didn't used to be the case back in like 2010, like Steve Stricker, and Bill Haas is winning this event. It seems like the longer guys now um, they can hit over a little bit more of the trouble than, you know, they probably could, you know, like 10 years ago.
0: I got you. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, Like I think course history matters a little bit. Like I don't want to see somebody who's never done well here, but it's like putting all your eggs in one basket when you see a guy like JT or Rory can miss the fucking cut here. It's a little terrifying. So, uh, but yeah, listen, I'm with Kenny. I love JT this week. Um, I I'm hoping I can get some six K guys out of you two tonight, so I can figure out how I can stuff Scotty and. JT into a lineup and not feel completely disgusted by it um, because I mean, look, what did we say last year? Like, you can't Scotty can't win again. Right. And then he just went on like an all time heater, like a Jason day, like like heater. So um, yeah, I, I would, I want, I want to see if I can figure out a way to get two 10 K guys in there. If I can find some gems down in the sixes, cause I'm fine with a lot of these guys in the sevens, um, especially in the high sevens. So yeah, I, I, those are my two favorite up there. Um, but okay, I mean, I think... I'm
1: pretty sure you can go Scotty JT the low sevens and low sense and not
0: touch the sixes. All right. I think it's doable. Well, so... So here's what happens, though, Kenny. I get greedy, and I'm like, all right, I want to sneak up into the eights. How big of a difference is there between the $7,300 guy and the $6,600 guy? And every week they tell me there's a big difference after I put them in my line. There's, there's, um, there's usually
1: so, a pretty big difference. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, at least if at least you get to, like, $7,300, $7,400, there tends to be a pretty big difference, I think, than, like, yeah. you know, if you got to go uh, get $800 more dollars and you go, to like, $6,500 or something like that, then you're really digging. Yeah. I mean, I do that. Don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. If I see something down there, uh, because okay. I like to be a little bit more aggressive in my cash place ever since it went down to 65 and uh, ties yeah. from 70 uh, to tend to be a little bit more aggressive. And I like having three studs and then one punt play. That's usually how I go with my cash game cornerstones. Uh, yeah. One worry I do have for Scheffler is uh, he drove the ball so horribly on Sunday. So bad. Like, I mean, like if he pulls, hook, if he pull hooks it like that here, He's going to be in trouble. Uh, I know there's no water, but he'll get into those trees. Those trees will get in his way. He will have to punch out. And then, you know, he'll be lucky if he punches out. And if he punches out too far, he'll have the other side of trees blocking his way for the approach that has to go to a dog like Wright. Uh, You know, uh, so I'm a little bit worried about that. I mean, he's a great player. He can fix it. Uh, But he got pretty lucky on Sunday to win, I think. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, see, did he hit a green? Oh, not a green. Did he hit a fucking fairway on the front nine? I don't think
2: he did. I, uh, think, I think he, he hit one, and I rejoiced, holding the like, <laughs> You Finally, did it. You did it. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I didn't think I didn't think I would to sweat up Nick Taylor as the guy that was going to ruin my Sunday. I thought it was going to be wrong there, but uh, yeah, no, no, he, he definitely didn't. Uh, it. I mean, he made clutch putts. He was really going to get up yeah. and down, but yeah, off the tee. I was extremely nervous, especially down the back. Like he had the case in the left, and that's the one that you can't do at Scottsdale.
0: So. I can't believe you didn't go in the water on uh, 10 or 11, which I'll fucking hold. It. Uh,
2: on on little, 11, uh, yeah. You're
0: talking about. yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually like, brought, I my, be-
2: I brought my daughter, who's been a good luck charm for her, <laughs> uh, golf, and I actually held her uh, during that tee shot, but I'm like, please don't go in the water. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. You know, Th- thank you, Brooke.
0: Uh, Exploit please. the children. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, a couple other things before we, you know, maybe move on to like the AK range. So you know, it seems like popular, you know, ownership's starting to drop off around Tony Finale. Then you got you know Sungjae, you got Morikawa, Burns, Cantlay. You know, uh, you know Morikawa missed the cut last week. Uh, Cantlay's been struggling. Uh, Burns played good. He should have won here uh, Genesis. And Sungjae, even though you know he looks good in the session, he doesn't really have good course fit history here. Kenny, he do any of those guys pique your interest at all this week?
1: Uh, not as much as the guys up top. I love Phenile just like you. Uh, I'm going to play a lot of the guys phenile and up and sort of maybe miss this range because I like the 8K range too. Uh, so I can't really go hard here in the low to mid 9K range and I'm already playing too many guys up top. And I like the AK range, so I think this is a, this is a range that I'm going to be skipping. It'll be scary, uh, you know, with Cantley in there, uh, Burns in there. Um, I might play one of those two. I might give in. Uh, we'll see how the builds go when it comes down to it. Uh, you know, for events that top-heavy events like this, a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll play like all, a, a lot more guys in this higher range at like twenty to thirty percent. You know what I'm saying? And then I usually don't have a guy over 40%, like 40% is my max for one player. Uh, I I might go in a lower number for that guy and then spread myself a little bit, 20 to 30 here, which would, you know, the ownership, as we saw last week, I don't think, I think there was maybe one guy over 20%. Uh, It was really, really spread out. So even if you're at 20%, you could still be over the field. Uh, in the number and you can still get a lot of combinations down here again i'm a conservative more conservative player uh you know a lot of guys will go all in on one player uh 80 on player i don't go more than 40 uh and then i usually have like three or four uh, five other guys where i go 30 a couple of 25s and then the rest 20 and 10s uh, for my personal ownership like it
2: Okay. Uh, well, I'm moving to the $8,000 range then. So uh, right up top here, it seems like a lot of people are going to be betting Victor Hovland this week. He's got some, drawn some ownership. I mean, obviously really good course history here. Uh, he's been struggling though. A lot of his ball striking numbers have been down uh, ever since last fall. Uh, hasn't really got off to a great start uh, to a season. So Kenny, uh, what are your thoughts about Victor Hovland this week? Do you think he can get it going at a Riviera A place that's been really kind to him? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if his ball striking is good
1: enough, that's why he's finishing so well here, because he's hitting so many more greens uh, than most, and he doesn't have to worry about his around-the-green play. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty the, – greens the, 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 the regulation here is pretty tough, uh, one of the hardest on tour. Uh, and if his ball striking is not on, and he's out there trying to chip it uh, once every three holes, he's in trouble. Uh, I, I You know, I don't like a lot of these top guys up here uh i'm not i don't think i'm gonna roster hovland uh i don't think i'm gonna roster willie z i don't think i want to roster cam young uh we could go over those in a little bit if you want but i mean uh yeah i i don't think i'm gonna go uh his route this week it's
0: it's so weird right so like when you think about what you need to be strong to here are all the fucking bunkers and victor hovland doesn't fit that profile in my head but when you go over the course history like you said he's so fucking good here it's I don't know. It, it it's tough. His his number, his betting number, I think was more attractive uh, than playing in, in in DFS. At least what I got this morning, anyway. What do you guys think about Will Z? Is he healthy? Why? Like he didn't play last week. That seems a little off, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it does seem a little off. I mean, he looked pretty shaky at Farmers. Uh, mm-hmm. You said some very not so nice things uh, about Will Zalatoris that uh, uh, I don't think we'll ever yeah, make the. Fuck? No, yeah, a, a fucking top
0: 20 bat paying fucking juice on it. Like, there's no reason in the world it just completely fucking ejects. Like,
2: uh, I was so fucking bad. Yeah, I was so, bad. so, I mean, I mean, he has, he did do, he, I think he's got one decent finish here. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a mystery right now. Like, his iron play since he's come back from the injury has not been all that sharp. Uh, he has absolutely all the tools to do well uh, at this place. Uh, you know, you think about, how he tends to raise his game on uh really fast, difficult greens. That is Riviera. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think for me though, you know, if he's drawing like five, 6% ownership, which I don't think he will, but if he is, no. I think he'd take a stab, but if it's, if it's, you know, double digits or even mid teens, I'm probably passing because there's other guys around that range that, uh, that I like. So uh, Cabber, why don't you go over some of the guys you like I'm going to hop out again because my stream <laughs> is messed up. Uh let's see if third time. Right, that's, fine. Scabber, take that's, it fine. that's
0: fine. All right. Sounds good. So this whole 8K range to be Kenny is like I don't know. It's so hit or miss, man. Like I have questions about all of these fucking guys. It's it's a terrifying range. Like Cam Young should be good here. Huge off the tee. Can't put putt a fucking lick. Uh doesn't look good right now. Uh, but he's a guy who what he finished second here last year. Uh yeah. Will Zalatoris. I don't know. I don't know if he's fucking healthy. Jordan Spieth is. Who fucking knows? Like, this this guy is impossible to fucking peg down. Like, he is so frustrating um, to have money on, owning DFS, anything. He is the single most, well, not the single most frustrating. Kevin Kisner and Billy Horschel, when I have money on them or against them, they go the opposite way. Those two are the most frustrating people I've lost a shit ton of money on, which tells me I should stop. And that was my New Year's resolution, and I did for a whole three weeks. Um, Tom Kim, like, he should. I feel like he should have done better. I, so I didn't see a lot on on. Uh, on I didn't show him a whole lot. I don't know why he melted down. I, I assume it was his putting on, on why he kind of dropped uh, on the leaderboard. Do do we buy the Jason Day?
1: Is he back? I mean, I, I'm in on Day and I'm in on Fowler. I mean, I think they're both back. I think he yeah. seems like he's healthy. He's playing. I don't see him bending over all like he's an 85 year old man trying to pick up his <laughs> golf ball out of the cup anymore. Uh, He says he's the healthiest he's been. His performances have been extremely strong. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in on day. Uh, And then uh, I have no problem playing him. My favorite play in the 6K range is is your guy you can't read. It's going to be speed. Uh, Another guy, another guy, if you look, I think he gained like eight and a half strokes with his irons last week. Uh, If you look at his uh, strokes gain approach numbers, he'll have like three or four weeks of like just – Out of this world peak iron play, where he gets like eight games, seven strokes game, five strokes game. It just happens like all back to back to back, and then he sucks for like three and a half months again. And then he goes and like they don't have like four tournaments again, where he's like getting like you know twelve ball striking and ten ball striking, you know. And so you just got to catch him, and he gained eight and a half last week. Uh, but, you know, he could putt well up. If you watched on Sunday, he was putting for birdie from 10 to 15, 10 to 18 feet, every single hole. Like he should have moved up so much. I had him. He was only 4% owned last week. So, of yeah. course, I had to jump on him. Uh, yep. I, I didn't really like him on Monday. But when I saw him on that, I was like, well, fuck it. You know, you go ahead and ride it with 20%. Uh, he was in my best lineup. It was inside the top 100 uh, in, the, in the $5. Nice. And uh, you know, I just every every he just couldn't make a putt. Uh now okay. he's going back. You know, he puts pretty well on polo. Uh, you know, as well as he does, almost as well as he does on bent. So I'm hoping that putter gets there, and he's he's on one of these streets yeah. uh, where his iron mm-hmm. playing, his ball striking uh, just goes ham, and he's hitting it pretty far. I know he had one. He hit one drive, I think, like 349 yeah, uh, on right. Sunday. Like yeah. he's got a little bit more juice than he used to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, you know, I bet him 35 to one as well. And I, I, like he, I, I love him this week.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I to, to piggyback on that, I love speed as well as swings. So you talk about uh, like what we're looking for this week at this place, not of huge penalty to hitting approach shots from the rough, the fairway, because there's low driving actually rates anyway. And it's more important to be on the correct side of the hole, even if you're in the rough, so you get the best angle green. If you're in the fairway on the wrong side of the hole, you're not going to get to the pin, probably gonna end up at the same place anyways. Listen, we talk about Jordan Spieth. We don't really know where the, the the drive's going sometimes, but he's hitting it far. You just said that, Kenny. Um, you know, it seems like he's added a lot of distance to his game. I've, you know, distance has been a little bit more of an edge, um, you know, the last like you know couple of years or so. So I like Spieth in that regard. Obviously, you mentioned with the iron game, and then he's so good around the green, especially you know getting up and down some bunkers. There, there, there is a little bit of scar tissue though. With uh, I think from. Wait, he was, uh, I think in the third round, he was in the mix and he ended up in that back bunker on 10. I think he took like four shots, to get out of it though. So maybe that's in the back of his mind, but yeah, I, I love speed this week. Uh, I also bet him uh spoiler for tomorrow night. My tomorrow.
0: scar, t- my, my scar tissue is a little fresher when uh, I had him first round leader and outright. And he fucking went from first round leader, and then right. fucking ejected on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, how does this even happen? He went, he, full Keegan, full Keegan. We full, full Keegan, full Keegan. Keegan's my boy, man. He's my favorite golfer. I, I I need a new golfer to melt down so we can stop saying full Keegan. Like, I feel like need to constantly defend Keegan. <laughs> right, Steve?
1: I'm a, I, I'm a fan. I'm a Keegan fan. I bet him this week, too. Uh, so, nice. yeah, definitely, definitely a fan.
0: I cashed the top 20 with him last week. I put a small outright on him just because I ran my mouth so much about him on our Sunday show. I had to put my money where my mouth was. But yeah, I cashed a nice hefty, uh, hefty, top twenty on him, and he squeaked in there because my locals don't chop top twenty. So thank God oh, he nice. didn't chop.
2: Yeah, there nice. you go. So, all right, why don't we uh, take a quick ad break uh, and let's talk about Piper Golf. So the sports game or uh, golf game podcast is Piper, is uh, partner in Piper Golf. Uh, so what is Piper Golf? Uh, you know, so they offer uh, premium golf balls at uh, you know a little bit lower price than Pro mm-hmm. V One. Listen, like most of you probably watching the show right now. You know, you probably use a Pro V1, you probably use a a more premium ball, but, you know, you're costing yourself money and you probably aren't getting a lot of the benefits of using uh, that golf ball to your game. And Piper golf balls actually come at a lower price and they actually do a better job matching your handicap and your performance golfing to, you know, what you need. So they have four types of golf balls. They have the green ball, which is for your higher handicaps, gives you a little extra distance uh, for anybody with uh, some slower swing speeds. You got the blue ball that's between, you know, handicaps between like, you know, 5 to 15, basically your mid-handicap ball. It's a good combination of distance and feel. Uh, The black uh, ball, anyone from a scratch to a 12 can use it. It's got smooth, soft feel, a little bit higher spin as well. Uh, Some distance gains, but, you know, their best ball, though, is their gold ball. That's for anyone with a handicap less than seven. Uh, it's the equivalent of the Pro V1. It's a four-piece urethane ball. It's got a high ball flight soft deal. but what really is going to help you with Piper Golf, though, and what's really going to help your game is that it's got a lot of extra spin around the green. That's really the real way you're going to lower your scores is that, you know, think about all the times you're, you know, off the green, you skull it over, or you can't get out of a bunker or anything. You know, it, with that extra spin that Piper Golf Balls provide you around the green, you're going to lower your score. So go to piper.golf right now and you'll get 10% off on your first order. Uh, you can even opt to subscribe and get scheduled shipments and you'll get a 15% discount on any sort of you know mix of golf balls you'd like. you get free shipping on any orders over $50. So we'll go to piper.golf right now and improve your game.
0: What's the, what's the promo code? Uh, actually, I don't know if we have a promo code.
2: Oh, I'll oh, ask my that? producer. Okay.
0: Yeah, we gotta got to track it somehow. We do. God damn it, Cameron, you didn't finish the ad read. All right, anyway. <laughs> wow,
2: that, that was me who did it uh, on the fly. But oh, okay. God right. damn it. Steve. All right.
0: Uh, oh, under, use, promo code, uh, use promo code GGP is what I was okay. just uh talking. All
2: right, uh, under 8K. So, Kenny, you said you're on Ricky Fowler at $7,900. Uh, who else, you know, in the upper $7,000 range right now is in your uh, player pool? I, I got two guys that I'm focusing on up here. First, Wyndham Clark. Uh, he has the length,
1: uh, you know, he could putt his ass off. He's definitely well above average around the green, coming off an extremely strong finish uh, last week. Uh, so I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I do worry his ownership might get a little high. Then I might have to think twice about him. Anytime you get a guy of his ilk, if you get him, if you're singing at like 15% or more, you're like, eh, let me think <laughs> about this one time. Uh, but, but one guy I'm going to play no matter what is going to be Taylor Montgomery. Uh, at 7,600. Okay. Now, he was a guy I did not like last week uh, right. because of how easy the greens are, the putt on at um, at Phoenix. Uh, these greens, extremely difficult. Uh, one of the hardest greens to putt on from like 10 to 15 feet, inside five feet. It's always extremely tough. Uh, and I like him better on these harder, courses the pot on because you know that's his shizzle that's what the fuck he's good at yeah. uh and he has the length well above average uh around the green play well above average you can pound it out there people are going to miss greens anyways with extremely low green and regulation percentage so as long as he hits a few out there and makes a couple of putts he can get it up and down the rest of the time to save par uh i like him a lot this week uh because we know the guy can ball out. He went through that stretch where he was just top ten and top fifteen every single event. I could see it happening again. Uh big fan, 90 to one. I got him also. So yeah, okay. i am Taylor Montgomery, big fan. What?
2: Yep. I mean, listen, like he's got a lot of things you're looking for. He, obviously you talk about the length, really good around the green, great putter. That's really gonna help here. Um, you know, and it seems like he doesn't have a particular type of service. Cause he just puts really well on pretty much every single type of service. I, okay. uh, you know, I have good numbers on him in POA bank grass overseed, whatever. So yeah, I, I think, and it doesn't seem like too, that it seems like um, the ownership is a little lower. He's $7,600. He didn't do all that good last week. Maybe it's an opportunity to get some uh, leverage on the field there. Uh, so some guys I like uh, just up in your top. I mean, you know, Wyndham Clark, you know, pops in the stat model. He looks like he might draw a little ownership there. I kind of like Saheed Dagawa though this week. So, didn't do very well last week uh, at, uh, at TBC Scottsdale, but this is kind of what he does. He usually alternates between a really elite finish and a really poor finish because he is really volatile. It's why he doesn't really show very well in the stat models, because he can have a great iron week and a really poor one. So you don't really know what he's getting out of it. Um, you know, that's why the ownership is a little lower. But what you do know about Seaheed, he's really good putting on Poa. Uh, he's got some distance. And this at a golf course like this, where, you know, there isn't much of a penalty for being the fairway or the rough. I kind of like a guy like Seaheed that, you know, can have a little bit of upside with off the tee. Really good around the green, too. So if I'm getting a lot, you know, like 5%, 6 7% on Sahid, I got a, kid, a guy that I think is really talented. Um I like that this week, especially as like a little bit of pivot play over, you know, like a Ricky or Wyndham Clark or Keegan who might be drawing a little bit of ownership this week. And then there's some guys at the lower end of the $7,000 range that it just, I know they're not playing well, but it is kind of shocking to see them down there. Shane Lowry hey, and Tommy Lowry. Fleet went down there. Yeah. Now look, like I, I know that Lowry, um, you know, didn't play very well last week. He was awful. He had the recent caddy change uh, as well, but. You know, listen, we're only about a month removed. He should have probably won the Abu Dhabi HSBC over in uh, Dubai over there. I think he was 54 hole leader. Yeah,
0: he choked it away. On
2: the yeah, side. he choked it away. And then he had a horrible term of the next one. And then he fired his caddy. So he's got a new guy in the bag. You know, for, you know, if you want to play Narav Street, maybe he just had to work out a little bit of the kinks. But I think he's just too talented to be $7,300. And you think about, like, all right, this is going to be difficult conditions, you know. You got to get up and down a lot. Shane Lauer is really good at that. Same thing with the Tommy Fleetwood, too. Really good at getting up and down. Really great bunker player. And Fleetwood was really good last fall. I mean, he won a tournament. Like, he was, the ball striking numbers were great. And he just was a little bit off to a slow start. I mean, for a guy like Tommy Fleetwood, where, you know, the winning score is probably going to be like, you know, 15 under or so. You know, top 10, top 20 range, probably going to be like five, six under that's definitely doable for Tommy fleet when it doesn't seem like they're drawing a lot of ownership. So I, I, those are two guys that I noticed in the, you know, the lower end that I really liked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I share the same sentiment on Wyndham clock as Kenny does. It's, he looks like he should play, but if this dude's going to push 15, 20, everybody's going to love him. It, it, he is just the prototypical bite you in the ass. When you finally jump on him, when everybody else is on him and he ends up missing the cut by, you know, five, Never mind, like yeah. <laughs> It's not even close. It's- just full eject Jack mode. Um, so I, I think, uh, I think maybe betting cad uh, where he can only hurt you uh, a little bit. I love Keegan. I'll put, I, I don't know if I'm going to play him in DFS. I'll probably put a, I'll probably do positionals on him again. He's just, he's just not good around the greens. Like he, I don't trust him at all around the greens, uh, but he is long off the box. He's great with his, with his mid to long irons. He's figured out putting, which is so fucking weird. Uh, but um yeah, he just – I mean, I know he's gaining those last two, but I don't know. Even when he was going through his hot streak, like he was still missing around the green and things like that. So I think, I think I'll think i just bet Keegan this week. Um, and then so of the so – Shane Lowry, uh, it, it's crazy that he's priced there. I think it, I just play him just because of the price. Uh, but I, I was thinking about going back to everybody's dialing last week, who I avoided because he was everybody's dialing, and it was JT posted. Uh, everybody was on him last week. Uh, I know he's shaky around the green, but I'm going to play a little flop lag, man. Like if, if he was kind of what I wonder what his ownership was. Like. He had to be high teens. Everybody was talking about him. Uh, he missed on everything except for off the tee. Um, he's typically not. He's typically okay around the greens. Like when he goes, he, he goes, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think this should be fine for him, man. Like he's, he's long enough off, off the box. Um, he pots. Well, so, well, when he's putting, well, um, He can definitely do it. I mean, he pulled off, what, one, two, three, four top 25s before uh, the Phoenix. I mean, dude, I'll take that at low ownership right after he just burnt everybody the week before when he's coming in. He's going to come in sub eight, right? I mean, he's at 3% now. They'll end up growing probably. But... Man, man, I'll take Poston, and then I'm going to stay on brand, and there's no reason why I shouldn't with Lucas Herbert. You want to talk about a guy who only chips and putts really well when he's long off the box and everything in between is a fucking mess? It's him, right? So if everybody's missing the greens and he's going to scramble to get up and down, why not him? He's the guy who, I like, when he's, like, 20 feet out, I'm not completely like, God damn it, this is 100% a bogey. I'm like, we got a shot. You know what I mean? Like, we have a shot. He's, a, he's an incredible potter. He's long enough off the box. Same reason i was on him last week, but didn't work out last week. But I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back this week uh, to, to old the ear. What do you guys think about Kiriyama?
1: I never get him right. Me either. Like, I like him all the time. And, I, and then, like, I will lost a bunch of them, and I'll miss the cut in the next week. I'll be like, nah, this ain't this thing. And he goes out there in top fives. Uh, yeah, exactly, uh, the guy's like a top fiver. Miss cut. It's like he's like the new Seewu. You know what I'm right? saying? Yeah, uh, for like, real. Si- yeah. was a lot more consistent nowadays. You can't really call Siwoo the old Seewu because he got uh, the he got the good Korean wife, right? Yeah, I mean it could be that could be one reason. Uh, it could be the fact that you know <laughs> he needs to get as many starts in before he goes into the military. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, and then he has to. He also wants to play in the, uh Asian games uh, if he's allowed to before military service. Uh, they're letting pros play in that next year. Are uh, they? right? Now, right? Yeah. That, right now he's in third. They only take the top two, and oh, the top sorry. two is Sungjae and Tom. Oh no! Uh, and so and so his ass needs to play as many freaking events as possible and try and win and get as many high finishes to try and jump. He probably won't jump Sungjae, but maybe he can jump Tom. He's gonna oh, need to. He needs to. He needs a Tonya Harding him. That's what. He, <laughs> well, he needs they're to all bored. If it was, if it was between
0: me and military yeah. service, I
1: don't know what. Yeah. What Tom Kimmy's got years, man. Let Let's see who's slipping there, man. Hey, that's something that I've heard that he might let happen. But the thing is, you don't let chances like that slip away. You can't yeah, do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you only get a few chances to to not serve in the military. You get <laughs> right. maybe three tops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, maybe two Olympics and one Asian game, maybe four if you're lucky. Uh, and you, you, I don't think you can not take it if no. you're invited. Uh, and so it is a team competition, I think too, right? If I if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm not one hundred percent sure. No clue, no clue. I'm not one hundred percent sure. But it's is it? It's two years in the South Korean
0: uh, military, right? It's a two year Yeah. State?
2: Man. Yeah. I know, a lot of careers. I, I remember uh, Sang Moon Bae, uh the President's yeah. Cup. That was his grand finale. And then, yeah. I mean, I think he's down on the Corn Ferry Tour now. It's too bad what happened to him. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's going to be a black day when Siwoo, if he goes to the military, especially at this I podcast. mean, all three of these guys. I know. Because it's uh. possible that all three, you know, I, even if
1: one men's a major, a major's not, technically, technically. Not, not a uh, 100% mm. guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? It's a medal in the Olympics or a medal in the Asian games. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well now at least now at least at least uh at least Tom and Sanjay got they'll have what two shots at the Asian games. At least Tom will have probably a fucking three, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. hopefully, yeah. 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 So at yeah. least they're letting the pro
1: or they can just do a bent on and move and never go back.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But that that sucks too, man. Like uh so uh, my best friend South Created, his first ge- uh, generation. And uh his whole family's still over there and like he's like, I couldn't imagine not being able to go back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, never mind. Uh, like he's first generation. Uh, but you out too, right? Uh, yeah, I was born in Korea. Okay, I'm yeah. not even yeah. first generation American. I was born in Korea. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I moved here when I was three.
2: Okay. okay. There you go. All right. Uh, why don't we help Capper out? And uh, why don't we go down under $7,000? So, Kenny. Uh, give, me, give me some gems, baby. Yeah. What are some really <laughs> of your favorite dumpster die plays? Uh, right. down Before we
1: please. get that, I got to go over my favorite play. And it
2: says Taylor Moore. Oh, oh sure. My apologies. 7,200.
1: Yeah. Taylor Love Moore. Love Taylor it. Taylor Moore, okay. one of my favorites. The guy is three straight top 15s, uh, even against really, really strong fields. Really big fan of his. His game has been trending upwards. And I'm just going to keep riding it until he screws me or yep. until he gets too expensive. Uh, so i'm riding him now if we get down to the 6k range i mean nick hardy he can hit it long uh he makes a bit of sense he's really good for like 450 to 500 uh those longer par fours uh there's a bunch of those here uh i think like nine of the 11 par fours are like 430 to 490 uh you know so you're gonna have those lengthy par fours he's pretty good at those um andrew putnam you know, we were paying like ninety eight hundred for Putnam. Like, you know, three four weeks ago, the guy can putt out of Shit. his mind. He has an incredible short game. Uh, you know, he's 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 had good success here recently uh, in his form. That's why he was ten thousand dollars three weeks ago. Uh, you know, so you know, I can get down mm-hmm. on him at sixty nine hundred dollars. Uh, Frankie Molinari, sixty eight hundred dollars. Played well a few weeks ago across the pond. Uh, his big thing is trying to add uh, a little bit more distance off the tee, and you've seen that, uh, you know, on the DP World Tour. He desperately wants to make that Ryder Cup team yeah. uh, in Italy this year. I mean, those are some of the top end guys. I mean, I could dumpster dive even more if you like. But oh, I would uh, like. You, I, I would <laughs>
0: like. I'm going to ask you a question because you're 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 around uh, my age, and I constantly say this. I I had to send Steve a picture of this that Molinari. Looks like the detective
1: from the Pink
0: Panther cartoon series from when we were kids. Do you remember that?
1: I, I, I vaguely remember that. Yes, vague. I used to watch it, but it's been yeah. so long, and the brain cells I have left are not there. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Yeah. I, I was just trying to, get, trying to get a co-sider. He agreed once he saw the picture, but I wanted to see if I was the only insane person who fucking remembered the Pink Panther uh, detective cartoon guy. I, I've been watching some old cartoons
1: myself. Speed Racer. I've been watching the, the original. Yeah, speed races, speed races. The shit. Hell yeah! yeah it's one of you my know, there's
0: only like, there's like less than like thirty-five episodes or something like that. No, it's fifty-two. Okay, so it was short. It was way thought. Well, it's fifty-two
1: episodes, but a lot of two-parters. Yeah, They're yeah. all like two-parters. I'm watching it all right now on <laughs> Prime. On Prime. I was just, you know, smoke a little, dude. Watch a little speed racer. That's like my my yeah, nightcap. That's what I do nowadays. Yeah, and night the night. movie's like, like the it. most underrated movie in cinema history. I've seen that movie oh. more times than any other movie in the history of cinema. I love it. It's my favorite movie in the world. Uh, so I, w- I would love a sequel from, you know, the Wachowski brothers. It was like the first yeah. movie they did after Matrix. Yeah, I thought it crazy. was great. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I'm in the minority on that one. So well, this is going to make
0: Steven say, but I'm just going to derail this for a second. Um, so, so you said uh, favorite movie, right? And I know we both love a show that's insanely underrated. Where would you put Gamora in the hall of fame of TV shows?
1: Oh man, it's, it's, it's up there. It's top 10, uh, maybe Easy, even right? more, maybe even yeah. better. Uh, that show is unbelievable. The acting is so great. Uh, the character development of uh, the, the main Zero. guy uh, yeah. is he going from little, you know, a little pussy boy, son of, of the Don, like the man, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. And like that final season, the way it ended was so oh, it was perfect it was the god. perfect ending to a tv show oh my it god it was so good yeah, like, so I mean, many great shows get
0: yeah. the endings wrong yeah. this fucking killed it, it and, the movie, so and the movie in the
1: movie in between you saw the movie too right I, you know what i didn't i did i you know i i, I wanted it. to watch it i might have watched it wasted one night i do not remember yeah. uh, but you know that whole series is incredible so good incredible so good,
0: <laughs> so good. anyway Sorry, Steve. That's no okay. one else in the world could ever talk to me about Gamora, and I, I had to just break it up. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: you go. All right. Well, then, why don't we transition to talking about Johnny Vegas <laughs> after that? Let's go, so, baby. All right, so I he, love
0: Vegas this week.
2: Vegas has been hitting the ball really good lately. Yeah. I mean, he played really well last week, played really well with Farmers. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, he was going to get a Saudi offer. It didn't happen. And now he's just, you know, he's fully committed to the PGA not. I'm not really sure why he hasn't gone to live yet, but he's still here, and he's still hitting the ball pretty good. You know, if you just want really good ball striking from under 7,000 bucks, you get that Alex Smalley's still hitting the ball pretty well. Um, You know, he's 6,900 bucks. You can go with that. Uh, James Hahn has been hitting it well. He's been having a little problems putting uh, around the green, but, you know, former winner here, I think he's got a couple top 20 finishes in his last couple of years too. Uh, That's somewhere to go to Uh, Steven Yeager. uh, He's worked on some speed training, hitting it a little longer. He gets up and down a lot. His course history stinks here, but that was back in like 2018, 2019. It's not really relevant at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so that's an option to go with two. Yeah, Lando Griffin's still down here at $6,500. He's still trying to come back from an injury, but I think he's more talented if he's right. He's definitely more talented than pretty much every guy above him. So, you know, those are, you know, some plays. And then, you know, going back up to the $7,000 range at flat seven, if you really want to have a guy who's probably one and a half percent that everybody in the golf gambling industry probably hates right now, you could probably go back to Cam Davis, who uh, no. burned everybody for two solid weeks, including me. But, listen, you know, Australians have done pretty well at Riviera. He's a really good around the green. No one is probably going to play him. So, and he's just, a talented player. Just so play he, the
0: other Aussie, $200 more.
2: I like play. Herbert. I like Herbert, too.
0: It's, Cam Davis sucks. He's not good at golf. I don't believe well, it. He's a, uh, he, he's not good. I don't, I don't agree. I, I mean, feel like he used me. to be. It, I don't know what be. happened. He brought me an yeah, Amex, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't go back. One of those things. Like, I'll end up going back eventually, but it's too soon. The scab, is, the scab okay. isn't even, hasn't even
2: started yet. All right, well, that attitude right there is why he's going to be like 1% owned this week. Yes, well, exactly. Also yes, also because he stinks at golf. He, he, <laughs> might, he, you know, he, he, he very well might stink at golf. <laughs> I will give you that, but he looks good on the stat sheet, though. I'll say that. So. Yes, yes. All right, Any uh, Kenny, you got any other closing th- thoughts with DFS this week?
1: Well, oh, man, I mean, uh, it should be a fun event. I mean, you know, a little bit easier. Hopefully, you would think to get sixty six with only like hundred thirty golfers, but you never know. So we'll see. What? Uh, so I got a couple. I got a couple uh, th- questions for you. What do you think? So I
0: know we're we're in that uh, fantasy year long fantasy golf league. What do you think of the year long fantasy golf so far?
1: It's fun. I like it. I just don't know how to go about it. Like, should I drop guys that I have? Like, I mean, like I for like I, I like I just. You know, I've never done it before, so there's no like, right. guy That I'm like, should I? Am I doing this the right way? Like, right. Uh, like one week, I I didn't want to lose anybody in my bench out, so I only played five people. That's I, I think that's thing. a mistake. I think that might be a mistake. It is. I, I think mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I, I. lost think that. I should we should not do, Yeah, I too. I think I shouldn't do that anymore. Uh, so, so yeah. I'm trying to learn. I like it. It's fun. Uh, you know, it's yeah. something to put in there. Uh my team fucking sucks anyway. So, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well,
2: well, Kenny, I, I like to. You beat me week one because uh, one of your guys got a hole in one and you beat me by one point. So, really? listen, <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you did. Wow. And listen, like, I, I, I always get triggered in fantasy football when something like that happens. And I didn't think I was going to feel that way about fantasy <laughs> golf, but I did. You know, I felt. Not happy with that <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah, bro, so like, my as man. far as like, I mean, I, I think it's more fun than I thought it would be. I think if yeah. I could just probably suggest something because I agree. Like, there's some weeks where I don't really want to drop anybody, yeah. but I have to play like four or five guys. So probably expanded benches, I would think. I, yeah, I would just would be short, able to, like to have a little short. more
0: churn. I would say shorten the roster. It doesn't have to be sh- sh- or shorten short? the roster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, you're starting guys, right? It doesn't have to be, oh, like, so yeah, be yes. like
1: four guys. Yeah, play, yeah. play five guys, four guys,
0: something like that, yeah. and expand the bench a little bit, I right? mean, I guess
1: it, but the thing is, like, doing it this way, you really sort of have to pay attention. Yeah, true. And you, and you have to, like – I mean, last week I lost – I had plenty of golfers, but I picked the wrong golfers. The two on my bench went ham, of course, you know, and I lost to Tybo by, like – I don't know, five points, (laughs) 10 points. I'm like, not much. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I'm trying to figure it out. And then you got to think, okay, well, this guy makes every cut, but he finishes like 58th place. Right. Or should I go with this guy who you know can occasionally get you a top twenty five, but he misses a shit ton of cuts. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, he's got I haven't figured that out yet.
0: Yeah, I'm doing the thing I do in fantasy football too, like where I'm like, all right, do I need a boomer bust this week when I look at the other guy's roster? Like I can project two rosters, never mind fucking one. Like, yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, no. Let, Let's analyze both rosters, asshole. No. Let me forget, yeah. forget about that. Um yeah, so I think I, 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 so just for the record, I did whoop Steve's ass this week, so that was fun. Um he conceded, what you, conceded, you sent me the concede text. I'm not reverse chasing it. What oh, was that? Saturday, I think you said. No, because
2: only three of my guys were going to make the cut. I still actually kept it pretty close to this. <laughs> you only, only three of my guys made the cut. I'm like, I've yeah. seen it for enough weeks. Yeah.
0: This isn't going to go well for me. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. then, Kenny, you coming down to, uh, are you coming down to Sawgrass this year?
1: No, I wish. I, I've been there. I've been, I have been. wonder what the year Roy went. Uh, yeah, I, I'm too busy at work. I'm the I only estimator in my company. So oh, if sure. I don't work,
0: nobody, people nobody don't gets work. Paid. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm yeah. sort of
1: in a jam. You know, this is what happens when you do a startup. Yeah. Uh, you do a startup company, and you know, I've done every job in the book so far for the company yeah. since I was the first hire. And now I am an estimator, and I, we have like six superintendents, and if I don't win jobs, people don't eat. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so I don't have much time for, for any vacations. I wish I did. I got you, man. Yeah, I was
0: just going to offer you a drink at no, no blue i know uh, you like that spot a lot so uh, oh, uh a blue? that's, that's uh, great that's a man good. that's a great place Yeah, yeah i love that spot uh, yeah, what's the
1: bartender's name with the fab uh, it, it was it was a great place it's a great place
0: <laughs> yeah and you, you're probably the
1: only guy in there who recognized
0: the golfers coming in as
1: well oh I definitely yeah i sat down with brandon <laughs> shimblee and the whole golf channel guys had had a couple of drinks with those dudes uh nice. met, the best was sabatini hung out with oh, really? sabatini Nice guy, man. So I guess we were there, and we were talking about him, and his wife, the Serbian, it was his girlfriend at the time. Right. uh, She walked by our table, and she overheard us talking about Rory. We were talking about how if he did what he did to Ben Crane, You know, back in the day where he, like, just, like, left his ass because Ben was playing so slow? He was like, fuck you, Ben. I'm just going to play by myself and just walk to the next tee and just teed the fuck off and just went on (laughs) while while Ben Crane was still on the green. uh, You got a lot of shit for that back in the day, right? Uh, If he did that shit today, he'd be a fucking hero. You know what I'm saying? People would, like, worship his ass if he did some shit like that today. Uh, And we were talking about that, and his wife overheard, and so it was me... And okay, I don't know if you guys know Sun Dog Monkey yeah. on Twitter at yeah. Sundog Monkey. Yeah, yeah, so it was me, Martin, uh, and another one of my boys, and she invited us to his table. Uh, and so nice. we sat. We sat at Roy. That he was drinking Silver Oak. You know, pretty pretty good high class wine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like hundred dollar bottle. I mean, it's not going to break yeah. the bank, but still hundred dollars right. a bottle. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, right. And so we, we drank a bunch of his wine. He wasn't <laughs> as chatty as his wife. Right. Um, his wife was very chatty and very friendly and very cordial. He just stood there, a lot of nods, a lot of head shakes, yeah. uh, stuff like yeah. that. Said a few words, but you know, no, not rude at all. We drank his wine, sat yeah. there for a good half hour. He was a nice guy. <laughs> nice man. <Right.
0: laughs> that's good shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you got anything else other than the shit you want to plug,
1: bro? Steve, you got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, Kenny, why don't you uh, tell everybody where you can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at kendovt. Uh, you can find my podcast uh, on the Mayo Media Network. It's the at uh, Fantasy Golf. It's the Fantasy Golf generated podcast. Find it on iTunes, Spotify, all that good shit, uh, YouTube as well. We do the video, and you can find my articles over at gupscorner.com. dot com. Use promo code Kenny, save yourself thirty percent on a on a membership to gupscorner. Corner. Nice, thirty percent. That's a nice
0: discount. <laughs> sweet discount all right other than that uh tomorrow night we got the bet do we have anybody tomorrow night steve we don't have any no nope, it's just, just uh just us going back and forth to the betting cards sweet all right well listen well, so you guys know where to find steve he's over in our discord channel um, i pop in occasionally you can find me lurking on twitter at boston underscore capper uh other than that fucking another elevated event another good week let's fucking break dfs let's go